The Velvet Hammer, an inside look at trial lawyer life with Karen Kohler. Real life stories about fighting the good fight. I've drawn a line in the sand. And the line is that I will not belong to any more groups that despite calls to diversify have failed to do so. I'm not going to do it. The following email exchange occurred between yesterday and today in one such legal group. This legal group includes attorneys from around the country, some of whom are iconic, most of whom are white and male, a handful of which are not, of the handful of which are minority attorneys. They are exceptional attorneys. But less than a handful of minority attorneys in an organization that is supposed to be representative of the best of the best type of attorneys in in a country, that's not good enough anymore. It's just not good enough. And if the organization had a plan and a way to fix that, if it had begun to implement that type of a plan, then maybe that would have been okay. But when some members are resistant to change to such a degree that they would value staying small and keeping what they are comfortable with close together at the expense of diversity, and when the rest of the group doesn't want to upset that smaller subgroup and allows the situation to remain, then it's time to say goodbye. Here's my letter. Dear group, we are in the midst of a protest movement that is going to result in change. Maybe Maybe not enough change, maybe painful change, but change is going to come. As a newer member of your group, I was met overall with kindness and open arms, but I have always been concerned about the lack of diversity of its membership. I believe this status is furthered by an intense desire to keep the group small and filled with the best of friends. The lack of diversity impacts how the group functions. For example, the agenda for today's meeting which lists in an apologist's tone, item number F, quote, I can't breathe, quote, no politics, dot, 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 but some level of reflection. My office has weekly meetings. All that we have talked about for the past two weeks are the protests. We have clarified where we stand. We are giving our members a voice. We are taking action and we are doing all of this despite our struggles with all that COVID has brought upon us. Unless this group is willing to have frank discussion and take action now on its failures to foster diversity, 
I simply cannot continue as a member. Yours truly, Karen. There were many responses to this email. They had their meeting I did not attend. And apparently my email was the subject of the meeting. Some people wrote emails in addition to speaking up in the meeting. And here is one of those responses from a member. I thought this was a group of friends who got together to discuss law and the business of law. While I understand that politics and society play a role in the business of law, this group was not put together to be a social activist group, political activist group, etc. Forcing people to think and act in a certain way is extremely problematic and threatening certain actions if members don't comply is simply wrong. There are so many other platforms available to express one's political or social position. I just think we need to be tolerant of everyone's point of view and get back to what this group does best. Friendship, camaraderie, and relevant and legitimate discussion slash debate about the business of law. To which I replied before finally signing off. Dear member, I did not mean to threaten any action due to lack of diversity. I can see how the wording of my letter gave that impression. You're right. Threats are never a good way to accomplish anything. What I was trying to communicate is that I have reached a point where I do not want to be in any group that does not share the same human right value system as I have. Here, that means inclusion of a good percentage of others, even if they are not yet good friends, who are of diverse backgrounds. To me, this is not a political issue or a social position issue. With all due respect and no threat intended, I am resigning from this group for the reasons previously stated. I really have enjoyed being with you all. You are a tremendous group of friends. You provided me with not just camaraderie, but great office and practice area resources. I hope to continue my friendships with you on an individual basis. All of my best to you, Karen. When I first decided to leave the group, I did not feel wonderful about it. I felt torn. I wanted to stay in the group. I wanted to stay with the friends that I had been developing. I wanted to learn more of their perspectives. I wanted to help them. I wanted them to become part of my inner circle. But what I've noticed about being in the middle of this protest season of America is that discussions are happening. People are having to examine their core belief systems. Conflict is arising even amongst family and friends and communities over what does BLM mean? What was happening when George Floyd was murdered? Was that just, quote, a few bad apples, end of quote? Or was it due to systemic racism? There is a lot of uncomfortableness going on right now. Hopefully there are a lot of discussions. It's important to be respectful 
to allow other people to have their say, to foster discussion, to even try to convince people to change their positions or to help them see things in other lights. But if people are unwilling to have those discussions, if people want to stay in their own insular worlds, if they do not want to talk about one's social position, which I'm still not even sure what that means, but let's just say society, then we're in trouble. We need dialogue. We need compassion and understanding. There may be no greater spokespeople available than trial lawyers on these types of subjects. Plain of trial lawyers who believe in the merit of the Constitution, who were trained in how to think based upon our Constitution, who have learned the law surrounding our Constitution, and who have spent their lives devoting to helping others understand our Constitution. Our Constitution requires that citizens be allowed to engage in free speech. It requires that everyone be entitled to equal protection under the law. The Civil Rights Act condemns racism. These are fundamental legal concepts. I really don't believe that things are always, or things always have to be polar opposites. Either you believe this or this. Either you're good or you're bad. It's not always like that. It's more gray. A good person can believe really bad things. A bad person can believe good things and vice versa. Just not that simplistic. I wish it were. But I think right now we are at a crossroads where we are, have been given an opportunity and we have the time due to COVID to consider really big fundamental issues such as racism in America, what's tolerable, what's not tolerable, what can be fixed, what can't be fixed, what we permit, what we don't permit. And the mindset of why can't we just all get along and why do people have to talk about this stuff? And But I'm comfortable. My world is so nice. Why should I have to worry about <laughs> this negative issue? Why should I be inconvenienced by having to think about other people that are not in my privileged shoes? 
Why can't we just stay small and with our buddies? Why can't we just have all of our buddies fill all the positions and all the committees that we belong to? This protection of the status quo is what got this country into the situation it is in. Status quo needs to be smashed to smithereens in many respects. So I'm sorry to say goodbye to a legal group that I enjoyed being with, but I am not sorry to take a stand. I'm not sorry that one more minute of my time is not devoted to a group which doesn't value what I value, which is diversity and advancement of people from different races, genders, statuses, gender, I already said gender, sexual identity, religion. I don't want to support any organizations like that anymore. By belonging to them, I'm endorsing them. It's kind of funny because this is also not something new for me. Way back when, when I accidentally sent that email to the entire state of Washington personal injury listserv telling them that DART, the Damages Attorneys Roundtable, was a group of old white farts, old men white farts, self-proclaimed as the best uh, attorneys in the state of Washington. Two decades ago, I posted that. And they did. They, they put two women on that group. Two women. Since then. They did them both at the same time. They haven't added any. But I vowed, I wrote out a statement, I pledged under blood oath that I would never belong to that group. because of the statement of its president that if women wanted to be on a committee, they could be on women Washington lawyers or some other such group. I guess what I'm doing is calling out all of us, whether we're lawyers who belong to group or others who belong to groups, and asking that we examine those groups And if they're not diverse, and there's no reason for them not to be diverse, that we quit them. Start another group. We're asking for governments. I'm not saying that this will happen. But the movement right now is asking governments to defund the police so that people can start over again. Because the system is 
broken so badly it can't be put back together. I think that that's happened in many ways to the legal profession, to the law school admissions process. How dare we as a legal profession hold our head up knowing that less than 5% of our membership in 2019 are black? That is ridiculous. We don't have the right to point our fingers at anyone else until we as a legal profession can get our own act together. It's time for new leadership. It's time for new groups or the rearranging of groups. Less than 5%. Search your souls, look at your groups, and get rid of those that need to be gotten rid of. Over and out.